0: Do you fear the zombie uprising? Are you prepared to survive what's coming? If you listen very carefully, you might just make it out alive. This is Zompocalypse Now.
1: Good evening, Dustin. Hello. This is Zompocalypse Now.
2: And continues to be so.
1: Exactly, and since you are surely aware that The Walking Dead is not currently having episodes right now because the season finale has been delayed due to, well, pretty much everyone's delays in production uh, right now because of the coronavirus, we do are doing what we do on a lot of times when we're in between seasons of The Walking Dead or Fear the Walking Dead or pretty much any other series that we're following. We fill it in with something else. We entertain ourselves and then we try to entertain you.
2: And tonight's a very special episode of of the Zompocalypse Now, because tonight we are recording in front of a live internet audience. Say hello, live internet audience.
0: Ooh. Hi, live internet audience. Ooh. Oh, so
1: handsome.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yes, folks, we do have some other folks on the show tonight. Now what we have the last couple of weeks, we've been having these video meetings, like so many other people we've been connecting with our friends uh, online and, and we've been doing that the last few weekends. And uh, Dustin and I were talking about what we're going to do for the show this week. And I happened to get my hands on a copy of full moon pictures, Corona zombies. The first of what (laughs) I'm sure will not be the last uh, Corona based zombie picture. There's already talk about Corona Zombies 2, by the way. Uh, and so we're like, yeah. Let's oh, watch lovely. It. And, uh, and then we're like, well, wait a minute. We've worked, <clears throat> got all these friends we want to get together. So why don't we see if they want to watch it too? And we can they can come on the show and we can have a conversation with our friends about this cinematic masterpiece. And, um, and so we did. And so Liz McLean, who I have known for a significant chunk of my life, is joining us tonight. Uh, and we go back all the way back to the wonderful world of high school. Um, and Brian Boy, who has also joined us tonight, and he is, um, we, Dustin and I both know him from the Kansas City film community. i uh, known Brian since probably around 2005, 2006 when I moved here, not too long after I uh, met him. Damn. And Liz watched Corona Zombies, because I did. She did her homework, and Brian did not. So Brian gets the joy
3: because of Brian her... is a loser. Everything what Tim Harvey I... says is a lie. Everything Tim says is a lie. People don't believe uh, I... the <laughs> don't believe <laughs> no. the hype.
1: Now um, I do also have to point out that Brian and I are actually um, officially nemesis, and we have been oh, nemesis for quite some time. Ever since. Well, that's another story. Um, and- it's
3: like a it's like a Magneto Professor X thing, to where we like really hate each other, but then we'll get together for a, a rocking game of chess every yeah. once in a while.
2: Yeah, and uh, and
3: sometime in the in the distant past, you fucked each other.
2: Because that's what um, I get from Magneto uh, Professor X.
1: I can
3: I don't kiss and tell. Yeah, a gentleman um, never speaks of, exactly. of such things. And, you know, and, and Brian, since neither of us are gentlemen, yes, exactly. I can confirm that we did make love. <laughs>
1: <laughs> beautiful, no. beautiful, beautiful manly love. Anyway, um, so so Brian gets to actually get to, gets to be our audience. So we're going to explain to him uh, this film, Corona Zombies. Now, uh, this is a full moon production. This is, these are the folks who have been around in one form or another for about... 30 plus years. Um, they were making films back in the, the eighties and nineties. Now, Brian, you're Direct old enough to video. Yeah. all, all kinds. Well, yeah, <laughs> this is, if you were walking the, the, the aisles of blockbuster or any other video store back in the eighties and nineties, you were finding lots of full moon video stuff on the shelves. Oh yeah. Uh, things like, uh, uh, and some
2: real awesome movies too. Some of the best from my childhood. Oh, there's some great blood there. moon or bloodstone, uh, castle freak, the the puppet master movies. Oh my
0: gosh!
1: Stallman, Man, Transfers Two, uh, Doctor Mordred, which all the act-
2: transfer movies after the original Transfers.
1: Right, uh, Doctor Mordred, which was a, a Jeffrey Coombs movie, which originally started it was originally started off as being a Doctor Strange movie. They briefly had the rights to do. A Doctor Strange film. They got the rights from Marvel, and then they lost them, and so they made Doctor Mordred. And all they did was change the names. It's basically a Doctor Strange movie uh, on no money. Um, but uh, yeah, there's some there's some fantastic films. Killer Bong, the Gingerbread Man. Um,
2: now. Uh... Uh, and Full Moon was one of those studios that had, basically it was still worked on essentially the studio system because directors and actors would come in and make seven or eight movies all at the same time. Uh, James Cameron started with Full Moon. Uh, a lot of really like, you know, a really cool movies came out, but unfortunately, uh, since they were so tied into the VHS market, mm-hmm. as blockbusters started and, and all those other movie rental places started to fail, um, full, and, and streaming became more of a thing, Full Moon essentially lost its whole like market share of cinema and folded in, in the early 2000s. Uh, what we're seeing now, this new full moon, is a resurgence by that that is being headed by Charles Band uh, to bring back that kind of old schlocky 1990s style and porn porno. movie again, and porn and yeah. and porno. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, the,
1: this is very much in the exploitation school of cinema. Uh, Corona Zombies is well. So in a number of ways, they also took advantage of the fact that the, the production time on this entire thing was like two weeks. I mean, it was a super turnaround time.
2: And I remember when Tim suggested we watch it, I was like, there is no way that anybody made a good movie about Corona zombies <laughs> during the middle of a global pandemic and a quarantine. And of <laughs> course, I was right.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's not a good movie.
1: No, it's, it's not it's, a good movie.
0: It's but it's hilarious. I just it's hilarious.
1: It is it is very much a um tongue in cheek. This this is this is not an attempt to make a serious movie. This is an attempt. No, absolutely something...
2: not. And um uh and I thought it was very interesting watching it. It felt very much like just a really long stay in quarantine PSA.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, it actually was uh and um so it's interesting yes. because because when this when this film was announced there was this gigantic backlash right away uh and i mean you we were literally seeing stuff on the internet it was just like you know uh fuck full moon uh, uh fuck charles band i mean just it's like there were there was like really people really upset and the folks behind this, uh, somebody, uh, there's, there's a person who uses the, the name Sylvia St. Croix, which is not their real name. Uh, and that is, uh, they have, they, they direct, they write and direct, uh, movies for full moon. And she gave the interview, the folks over at, uh, uh, uh the <laughs> a, a, uh, a great interview where, where she talks about how you know you just it's it's not what you think it is it is actually meant to be uh you know uh you're supposed to laugh but they're also like we say over and over again wash your hands stay indoors practice social distancing yeah. and it's uh you know and they actually when they when they got in the voice actors um and and a significant chunk of this film, the voice work is it, a significant chunk of this film is redubbing over an Italian film called <laughs> Hell of the Living Dead, and <laughs> right. uh, and a significant chunk of the voice actors are improv artists. So most of the dialogue in the film was actually improvised. Uh, which, when you watch it, you're going, oh, "Yeah, I can see that." <laughs> yeah.
2: So, okay, so let's get into this a little bit uh now, of course, as you know when we when we do our reviews, we do not stop. uh, we discuss almost the entire movie, so spoilers for corona zombies uh <laughs> the hour and what thirty seconds long yeah, it's
1: like an hour it's an hour long it's one
2: hour. it's one hour long, uh and uh it starts with uh with Barbie coming home from the grocery store. And she's talking to her friend, Kendra, on the phone. And she says, it was crazy out there. People are going nuts. I don't know what's going on. And Kendra's like, haven't you been paying attention to the news? And Barbie's like, what's the news? <laughs> and so she turns on her TV, and she gets a little, like a, basically a 30-second, 90-second, this is what the coronavirus is, this is what's happening. And she's like, oh, no, I was just out in public. And Kendra's like, you better go wash your hands. (laughs) And this is all happening on the phone. And so while Barbie goes and washes her hands, we get our first little news segment, quote, unquote, where we go live to President Trump as he is (laughs) creating the Corona Task Force, which (laughs) which are the – (laughs) <laughs> Were are the great actors from Hell of the Living Dead now being redubbed in English um, as as the Corona Task Force that's going to save the world from the coronavirus?
1: And oddly enough, if you look at when you're looking at these scenes, you you you're looking at this and thinking, when was this made? But it was like 1980, and. Yeah. And it, but it looks like it was made in the you know in the early 70s. it It's got that whole kind oh yeah, of, you know
0: it's got a whole porno weird black socks vibe going on <laughs> with it right. but it's Italian. So, so I have this
2: feeling that every film that Italy made during this era kind of looked like a porno. like they okay. all okay. sort of looked like that.
3: So as you're as you're explaining this, I've got coronavirus up in a window on my computer and I'm scrubbing along. They ain't lying. Like it's like, that's really happening. Like, Oh yeah. Oh, and this is remarkable. I have listened to none of the audio. I am six minutes and 14 seconds into the film and I am in, I am (laughs) ready for this.
2: So essentially, so the first part, so Hell of the Living Dead was a movie that was made in Italy uh, back in the nineteen eighties, in nineteen eighty exactly. And the, essentially, the story is uh, there's zombies are happening. There's a there's a chemical plant that like explodes, and the chemicals get out and create zombies. Well, some some soldiers are sent in to take care of it. Meanwhile, a reporter and her cameraman are kind of trying to uh, investigate at the same time. The two groups meet up. They end up, you know, having zombie-style adventures and uh, and dying in a really spectacular way. But we will get into that a little bit later. But for our intents and purposes, uh, the the soldiers from... Hell of the Living Dead are the zombie, the Corona Task Force, the, co- the Corona Squad, is what they're called.
1: Yeah, and they're basically um, their job is to track down Find the man who, toilet paper. who has stolen <laughs> the U.S.'s supply of toilet paper. The reason there's a shortage is because it was all coming in on a boat, and the boat was hijacked. Yeah. And so they have they have tracked down the person who is responsible for the toilet paper shortage. And they are going to do a raid on his on his uh, where he's got the hostages. Um,
2: yeah, his where his hostages are. And the whole time they're like, "We don't want to kill anybody. Remember, don't kill anybody, don't kill anybody." And they walk into the room and just like lay everybody out with machine <laughs> fire.
0: They're like, "Oh no, <laughs> we
1: shot some of the hostages." You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it is the the dialogue in this film is exactly what you would expect from. Dubbing a bad Italian movie, Uh, (laughs) right?
2: Or or riff tracks. I feel I felt a lot like I was watching a riff tracks take on Mm. one of these old movies, and I that's one of the things I really enjoyed about it. And so every once in a while, Barbie like bops back into the living room to watch a little bit of the news. And every time Barbie comes back on the screen, she is given another little piece of advice: stay indoors. Keep, you know, keep social distance. And uh, Kendra, she's on the phone with Kendra the whole time and Kendra at one point says you know, you should probably go take a shower if you feel like you need to. And and she's like, oh, okay. So we get the obligatory shower scene and what we see is Barbie in the shower completely clothed (coughs) washing herself. It is probably one of the best spoofs of a horror movie shower scene I have ever seen.
1: Well, and
0: not only that, maybe that's why I I thought it was so hilarious is because I didn't know about this whole Italian link and the dubbing and everything, because to me, it was like one of the most hilarious things I've ever seen and not knowing. Well, now that I know, maybe it's not going to be quite so funny, but it was, (laughs) I I thought it was hilarious. I laughed all the way through it and I was like, why did I just watch why did I spend an hour of my day watching
1: this? <laughs> well, um, on, on top of that, we're also getting news stories breaking in about a zombie outbreak at a strip club. And that's footage that they took from a film called Zombies vs. Strippers. Oh, um, not to be confused with Strippers vs. Zombies, or to be confused oh. with um, zombie, zombie, zombie Strippers.
3: Or Zombie Strippers, because these are all <laughs> different zombie stripper movies. Now at one point, Dustin and I were were gonna write zombie Nazi lesbians versus sorority vampire girls.
0: Oh, I'd watch that.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah. The, the poster would be amazing, <laughs> uh, but it <laughs> fell apart.
0: Yeah,
2: that did fall apart. That zombie particular project, Nazi and it would have been very much in the same line of what we watched for
1: <laughs> Right, and so you're as you're as you're at the strip club, you're basically having the news guy going. And it would have all been avoided if they could have just not wanted felt, to, to look at boobs. You know, I mean, he's,
2: yeah. <laughs> and every time they go back to the zombies versus strippers footage, it's like, and yet for some reason, more idiot men keep going to the strip club. <laughs> 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 oh
1: boy! Oh yeah, and it's it's. Uh, uh, I mean, and in <laughs> and the strip club stuff—they're making no, they're not even making any attempt to make it a co- coherent scene. It's just a piece of footage here and a piece of footage here crammed together. And it's just, you know, but, it's
2: yeah. Cause the majority of the, of the actual footage for the film comes from hell of a living dead. And so you get about 40, 30 to 40 minutes of that footage, uh, which basically tells you the whole story of the, the, the film ex- uh, except not at all, because I remember watching hell of a living dead, uh, years ago and and i really i think i like this version better <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and it's i mean their your basic premise here with your um your reporter and her, her 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 cameraman is just so i mean it's it's you know are you hitting on me maybe are you going to meet are you going to meet to me
0: ha ha, ha.
1: Yeah. you know i mean it's just it's right lots of there dumb and ones. then
2: there's Oh, and then so there's a part where they're like driving down the road, and she's like, I have to go talk to the natives. And they're like, The natives of Detroit, Michigan? And she's like, Yes, I have to go talk to their witch doctor. And so she like gets out of the car in the jungle, and they're like, Wow, we didn't know there was a jungle in detroit michigan <laughs> and she like then completely strips naked and dresses like puts tribal war paint on and there's this great moment where the camera just like focuses directly on her breasts
3: i'm and sorry could you tell me at what point is i'm scrubbing to the film do you have a timestamp? <laughs> we're not giving we're not giving
1: you a time code brian you get to find oh, it for God. yourself uh and oh. actually it's baltimore which is even worse than oh, yeah. detroit michigan oh yeah right?
0: Oh so so yeah, a, Baltimore, Maryland. Yeah, it's, so there's, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's like, there's is something a, there's worse a, than naked Michiganders. Really?
1: There's, there's, there's a there's a jungle deep inside Baltimore, <laughs> and, and this native tribe who is trying to maintain their ways deep inside Baltimore. And so, yeah, she just she walks into she walks into the the native the into the tribe into the into the village, and they're of course like, hey, baby. <laughs> I, <you know. laughs>
3: Uh, For those of you listening at home, I found it. It's at 27 minutes. Go (laughs) ahead and just jump right to there. You are welcome. So
2: so then they just, like, leave her there, and they go back. And then the next thing you know, she's back in the car. They just, like, completely – apparently she, like, met with a medicine man, and and then they decide that they're going to go to the terrorist who stole all the toilet paper's mother's house because she probably has it now, and – (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean it's it's it is completely illogical in every conceivable way. It's almost hard to sit there and say this is the plot because there is it's less there's a plot and more a bunch of now we're here moments.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. So they get to the house, and they of course, uh the crack trained team that they are, they split up. <laughs> Um, and one of the guys, and of course there's there's been this like sort of you know ridiculous banter between the four members of this squad, and one of the guys who's kind of like this little weaselly guy
2: you remember uh the uh short Pixar did where the guy is playing chess for his own uh false teeth,
0: mm, mm-hmm. yeah,
2: if that guy ran a porno theater
1: <laughs> there we go, sure, there we go <laughs> <laughs> and, and so he Sorry. finds. <laughs> He finds a closet full of women's clothing, so he immediately decides that he needs to put it on.
2: And it's like, it's the, and this is not, like, they didn't, you have to remember, they did not doctor this footage to create Corona zombies. This is all stuff that's really in Hell of the Living Dead.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. So he puts on a little, puts on the little top and a top hat and garbs a cane and he's dancing around and he's literally he's doing a scene from Singing in the Rain. This is what this is from, it's and this was actually um, this was actually a piece a, a, a criticism when people reviewed this film. <laughs> <laughs> this this was an actual criticism is why are they doing this scene in the rain bit? Um, I mean, it's just ridiculous. He of course gets eaten by zombies because you know,
2: oh, and God. then, yeah. And then one of the guys goes crazy and like runs up to the zombies and like hangs out with, <laughs> you know, you can't bite me. You can't bite me because, and it's, you know, it's just so ridiculous. And like I said, and meanwhile Kendra is on the phone with Barbie, and Barbie is taking a shower, and she like yeah, you yeah.
3: know, yeah.
1: yeah, right. And then and we keep getting news stories, and um, Barbie of course is panicking because she has no toilet paper, and her and and you know it's like, well, how long are we going to be in here? Well, they said three years. Um, and it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like how long are we? And then later it's how long are we going to be in here? Well, at least two weeks, and. She goes, I don't have any toilet paper. Well, why don't you use paper towels? Because then I have to use Vaseline. And, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, no, I don't even have any coffee filters. So then she remembers that she dated this hot guy briefly, and she's reminded that he was not a hot guy. Uh, she was just drunk. <laughs> Um, he was a survivalist, and so he left a bunch of stuff in her garage, which apparently is is a gigantic garage because she like walks like twenty feet down this wall of stuff, um, and she finds some toilet paper. So yay for her! But meanwhile, our our folks back at the, they they <laughs> they escape the house full of of zombies, and then they're going to go back to the the soup factory. Where this all started, uh, where where it was originally, it was Bat Soup that kicked all this off.
0: God, this movie's so yeah. stupid, but and yeah. So,
1: they, so they're going to go there to see if they can stop it, and um, it goes about as well as you would expect. And um, they all yeah. die terribly, um, but no and, one and more.
0: You have to remember
2: then then the actor the, then uh, who is in this. Film called Barbara, but in Hell of the Living Dead was Leah Rousseau, played by Margie Newton. Um, in in the original, and this death seat I remember was like one of those like Fangoria favorites uh, because all the other soldiers are killed by zombies, and she's left on this platform in the in what was a chemical plant in the in Hell versus Zombie Hell versus the Living Dead or hell of the living dead or whatever. And so she was up on this platform and there was one guy and he was helping like push the zombies off and then he gets pulled off by the zombies. And she is standing on this platform all by herself. She's covered in blood and she's screaming and, and a zombie reaches up and grabs her by the jaw and then sticks his other hand into her mouth and pokes her own eyes out through the front of her face.
3: Oh, I'm watching it right now. Oh my god, this is happening. <laughs> oh, ha, ha. oh my god! Wait, wait. Oh, oh god. Oh. Oh, oh, he somehow ha- Oh, oh, how is that? It is it is the only moment It
1: is the only moment in the film where they actually lean into um extended gore you got people who are lying on the ground with their guts being pulled <laughs> out but it's sort of standard zombie stuff but this yeah. is like the you know the it's the money shot of the movie really uh yeah and and it just lingers on this shot for the entire time as they pull out her tongue and you know move their hand up through her head and her eyeballs bulge and, out but, and, and they pop out
2: not only that but i mean it's it's the only it's the first time that that and, and this is true for both films. Hell of the Living Dead kind of stayed away from too much gore throughout itself. Plus, and But then Corona Zombies has been tongue in cheek and silly this whole time. Right. And so this is the first time you're seeing anything. I mean, yeah. Then strippers versus zombies. A stripper on a stripper pole is pulled down by zombies and then like her legs and arms and bra come flying up and stuff and, you know, there's stuff like that, but this is the first time that we actually are, are treated to like a real gore set piece.
1: Right. And then the film basically ends with, you know, um uh Barbie has gotten her uh her toilet paper and she's but then she's attacked by this uh, zombie in a in a face mask and then she's transported through the power of green screen. <laughs> um to being outside and this this I guess is supposed to be a reference to the conversation she had with her friend about waking up from a bad dream and then realizing you're still in the bad dream and then waking up again from the bad dream but maybe you're still in the bad dream and so through the magic of green screen uh, really that
2: conversation. yeah a very somewhat somewhat about halfway through the movie, where where Kendra's like, I, you know, Barbie's like, Oh, I'm so tired. Maybe I should take a nap. And 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 Kendra's like, Maybe you are napping. Like maybe this is all a dream. And then you're gonna wake up. And then Barbie's like, Oh, wouldn't that be hilarious? I hate in those movies when like you they show the dream and then the person wakes up and then something weird happens and they wake up again. And then it's like a double dream. And then Kendra says, What if you're in my dream? <laughs> right and then of course that's the end of the movie is poor barbie uh out on the street uh and runs kind of away from you know from what may or may not be a zombie apocalypse
3: (laughs) and as as a as a video professional that green screen work maybe uh should uh, maybe they should spend a little more time on that green screen work that Barbie's doing? It's not—it's not their best work. No, it's not. It's um, it's
1: yeah, it's birdemic level green screen. Um, <laughs> hey, we will not—we is... will not
3: speak ill of birdemic. Okay, I'm not that... speaking
1: ill of birdemic. I'm just saying that. All right. It uh, it rises to the level of birdemic green screen.
2: And like, so... but like I said earlier, I don't know if we were on or not, but we were talking about the difference, like. Obviously, Corona Zombies was thrown together super fast just to be funny. Right. And, like, movies like Birdemic, that dude was like, I'm making a movie. (laughs) But, obviously, this, you know, Corona, like, we've already spent 40 minutes talking about an hour-long movie.
0: (laughs) So, like, An hour-long crappy movie,
3: by the way. Well, but it's an another movie, movie
1: that people made fully with the idea that it is meant to amuse people and do nothing else.
3: And it did right. and it did
0: that. I, I think I, I think it did that. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Stupid, well, but hilarious.
1: But oddly enough, you know, again, the recurring theme throughout the entire thing is wash your hands. Behave responsibly. Stay indoors. You'll die Touch terribly by a zombie yeah. attack if you go outside. Wash your hands. <laughs> you know. <Yeah>. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the entire plot of the movie, really. Now, the fun part is, of course, is that if you stumble across this movie and actually sit and watch it, you may suddenly find yourself wanting to watch Hell of the Living Dead uh, just because to see what the original was like, um, you know, the they took about 30 minutes out of, of Hell of the Living Dead and they basically said, it's the 30 good minutes. The yeah. rest of the... Hell Do you is- have
0: access to that? I mean, is that something you can... Obviously not Netflix, but
1: I'm sure, you know um, I'm sure it's out there somewhere. That's a good question I have to see if we can find it because uh, that could be fun. Now um, I'm Zombies versus strippers came out in 2012, so yeah. I mean that's that's mining a relatively recent. I'm not even going to say cult film. It's got an 11 percent on Rotten Tomatoes uh, and no actual reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Just that's just audience opinion. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, I don't necessarily know if this is a big deal but um the actress that plays barbie does not have this listed on her imdb page
2: well i'm sure it's new i mean (laughs) it's pretty new actually she does because i'm looking at the imdb page for corona zombies right now and she is the top built cast and so she's on their imdb page she by Um... the way her name is cody renee cameron and Ms. Cameron has been in, uh, 63 movies. So Cameron, uh, Cody Marie, uh, yeah. Cody, uh, <laughs> Cody Renee is doing her, doing herself.
3: Can we and talk she... about how she looks like a dead ringer from the blonde from two broke girls? Oh
2: yeah. I was thinking that myself. Uh, also she... let's, uh, she was in, uh, the deuce, uh, for a little while, uh, uh, she, uh, was, uh, she was in a movie called Devil's Junction, Handy Dandy's Revenge. Um,
1: I do have to say, I do have to say she has got a great, uh, mini bio. Cody Renee Cameron is a delicious cocktail comprised of Caitlin Olsen and Julia Gardner sprinkled with Farrah Fawcett, then shaken and poured into a chilled glass of Pamela Anderson and barbed wire.
0: Oh, for God's sake. <laughs>
3: You know what, as, Dustin, this won't affect you, but as a, a, a gentleman who um, uh, prefers the shape of a lady, um, her Instagram uh, m- might be worth checking out, gentlemen. Just, I'm just saying.
2: Um, and I, you know, I found her uh, her performance in this 100% perfect. Oh, yeah. I thought she was hilarious. Uh the, the you know, just like dumb blonde of it all was just, it was hilarious. She did a great job. Yeah. Um, this movie, for me, this film, uh, did exactly what it was supposed to do. It gave you something goofy to look at. Uh, it didn't take itself too seriously. I loved it. I thought it was great.
1: I, I you know, I'm going to actually say watch it if you if you get get a chance to watch it you can get it from the uh full moon uh website and it is it's an hour that you'll probably laugh some at um
2: and you know what you could even do what i did i watched it at 1.25 speed and so i was i was
0: done with this hour long movie in 45 minutes so you know <laughs> And like I said earlier, I laughed my ass off the entire movie. I mean, because it was so ridiculous and so campy, and I, I, it was funny. I mean, I really did think it was funny. Um, I, I, I don't know that I would recommend any of the actors for anything else ever, but but I didn't know. I did think it was. It was really funny, and, and I only watched it, the only reason I ever watched it was because I knew we were doing this Zoom thing, and I was like, okay, well, I might as well give it a shot, and I did. I, I, I thought it was hilarious and stupid, but, you know.
1: Well, and it's, yeah, it's, it's not meant to be um, cinematic art in any way, shape, or form.
0: Well, it's not Raging Bull or anything, but I mean, it's just, it was, <laughs> it was just really, I mean, it was funny uh um, no, it, i did i did find it i did find myself laughing throughout the entire thing because um, it was so ridiculous that yeah.
1: well really i think it comes down to that was that was full moon's intent and i think they succeeded it is it is definitely an exploitation movie i mean it is it fits the definition of that in a lot of different ways <laughs> uh you know it's got the it's got the tasteless uh, content it's got the unnecessary nudity uh it's got the even though they you know they didn't develop any new unnecessary nudity for it it's all just uh you know canned <laughs> unnecessary nudity and um and gratuitous violence so you know what more do you want from an exploitation film yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah i mean it's it, it is <sighs> It's also an interesting and kind of fun reminder to the kind of movies that were being made back in the '80s, and it wasn't just the Italian horror film community making uh, the you know these bad horror films. This was there was a whole lot of great stuff, a lot of it coming out from Full Moon uh, on the video shelves that was just at this level of quality. For uh, you know, um, Hell of the Living Dead did not do well with critics at the time. It was not a film that people were going, this is great. They're like, wow. Um, so you watched Dawn of the Dead, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that was kind of, you know, this this is a touch derivative. Um,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> just a touch.
1: Just yeah. a touch. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, uh, it does have a score from uh, Goblin, who of course did a lot of horror movie scores back in the day. Um, although it's not an original score. It's, uh, they built the score off a bunch of other Goblin music from other movies. So, you know, (laughs) I mean, but yeah, if you're, if you're a fan of of the horror movies of the time, the band Goblin put out a, scored a bunch of classic B-movie horror films and uh, um, they're worth checking out. They've they've got a certain style. It's very much a product of its time. There's no question about that. Uh, yeah, so it was described as perhaps the most blatant ripoff of Dawn of the Dead ever produced, actually, <laughs> from one of the, one of the critics. Um, so, yeah, no, no question. But, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun. I, I laughed. I and And for the fact that they were trying to make it funny. It wasn't just laughing at, you know, because it was so bad. It was, no, we're doing this on purpose.
0: And I've seen several horror movies that kind of fit that.
3: That, (laughs) That's usually what I say at the end of my movies. Like, I was going for unwatchable. (laughs) The thing is, Brian, you succeed so often. You should be. Right? I I know the pocket that I live in, and I just live in the groove. I just get on that funky baseline and just make the same shitty movies over and over and over.
1: But you keep people entertained, and that's what matters. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well,
2: I mean, our dear, dear, uh, departed friend Dave Barry uh, killed his ex-wife in every movie he made for about six years. So. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know, the Cleveland years were really a remarkable time in his career.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Uh, there was a lot of there was a lot of anger there, uh, <laughs> and some of it quite justified, I think. But uh, yeah, so so yeah. Um, i think uh, I think we can sum this up by saying, if you feel compelled to spend an hour watching an intentionally bad movie that is actually fairly funny um, and may open the door to watching some not intentionally bad movies that were very bad nonetheless <laughs> like uh, Tim
3: harvey's movies
1: oh, my film's are rubbish uh, but
0: uh <laughs>
3: that's not true
1: so. Uh, yeah, I mean, check out check out Corona Zombies. It is not what you think it is. Um, it and it is, yeah. it's entertaining. It's not good, but it's <laughs> And that's, that's yeah. kind of the most I uh, And honestly, that's
2: all you can ask for. That's it, all you can ask for is to be entertained. Isn't that enough? Don't you, so what do you say, want from us?
0: I was going to say to Brian, because he said all of my movies are the same. I was like, so you're like Scorsese, really?
3: Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. Finally, oh, one of Tim's friends with some common sense.
1: Um, I, and,
3: and Liz, I would just like to say that
1: you have been the only person in the history of humanity who has ever compared Brian's work to Martin Scorsese. When totally it's, works. When comparing, when comparing Brian's film to Martin Scorsese, it's important to remember that his films are no
3: Listen, if I could be mentioned <laughs> in the same breath as Birdemic, which you just did, Tim.
1: I know I, I know
3: what compliment. I did.
1: I you just did.
3: associated right. my okay, film with a, with a tour de force of Hollywood motion pictures. So is, thank you, Tim Harvey. It is a it is a singular movie. Let's let's put it I that
0: just I
2: just no, something on film.
3: No, just, there's Birdemic 2. That's not a singular film. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that's Corona zombies. I don't know
1: there's what else there's, you want I, exactly. <laughs> so I guess um, considering considering what we did with Corona zombies, we should probably do something similar with some other film next week. Uh, um
2: I would suggest that you watch. Uh, the Dawn of the The Day of the Dead remake. It's called Bloodline. I just watched it last week, and I was very excited to speak with you about it tonight really? before I okay. decided to do this. Uh, so it is a bonkers, completely and utterly bonkers, <laughs> and I loved it in that way that you're like, why do I hate the thing that I love? how do i this movie is awful why do i love it
1: (laughs) okay well we'll we'll plan to talk about that uh next week on our next episode of zompocalypse now if you enjoyed this sort of detour from our usual um rambling that dustin and i do every week um we'd love to hear about it you can find us on facebook you can find us on twitter We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, leave us a comment. Uh, if you have seen Corona Zombies, we'd love to hear what you think. If you haven't seen Corona Zombies, watch it and then tell us what you think. Um, and we would like, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, we will do this again next week on another episode of Zompocalypse Now. It's been fantastic having uh, you on the show, guys. Thanks, Liz. Thanks, Brian. We appreciate it. Brian, now that you have to, now you've seen it, you have to you have to watch the whole thing. You have to you cannot you have to absorb the full greatness of the actual film.
3: Yeah, I'm kind of in the middle between like eh, and then I'm kind of like what? yeah. I, I'm the in. I am in. Embrace I am in. Brian, I um, am worth the sixty
0: minutes. It's totally worth the sixty minutes that
2: you Brian, Liz, do you have social media
0: that if people wanted to look you up they could they could look you up? Yes, in fact, Dustin, your name has come up on my thing suggesting you as a friend.
3: Um, don't, a do don't do it. Don't do it.
2: Yeah. Oh, well, I meant I meant like Twitter or Instagram or something that. Um, like, I do you have, you have an do.
0: Instagram. I don't check it very often.
3: Um, I well, do then I Never mind. Twitter. Again, Brian, I would you like to plug your Insta- your Twitter? Uh, my Twitter is where I am the most clever. I am at best boy, B-E-S-T-B-O-Y-E. My Instagram is rarely populated and it's mostly pictures of my dogs or children. And that's not that impressive. They're cute, but not fun to live with.
0: <laughs> I have a big, I, I, I have a big Facebook presence, you know, cause Zuckerberg has me sucked in, but yeah. I, um, but I do, but I do have an Instagram and a Twitter. Um, do I know what they are? No, not really. Okay, well, then there you go. Perfect. So I can, I can figure it out and and, and let you know. Show notes. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
2: All right. Then. So now that we have discussed Liz's uh, social <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Don't need to laughs> it, media present, uh,
2: which is thank you so much, guys, for joining <laughs> <laughs> us, uh, and and thank you, Tim.
1: Thank you, Dustin, and again, thank you, guys, for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode of Zompocalypse Apocalypse Now. Zompocalypse Now is produced by Dustin Adair and Timothy Harvey for Just Some Guy Productions.